Hey guys, welcome to Project Timothy, where we're giving you the goods to live your best life. I'm Jazz, and I want to give you a personal invitation to subscribe to this podcast, screenshot, and share it on your Instagram. You're not going to want to miss this one. It's going to be great, so let's get right into it. Thanks for listening. What's up, guys? Uh, We're back again this week with another podcast. Uh, This week, I'm actually on the road. I am in Albemarle, North Carolina. It is a city uh, about an hour outside of Charlotte. We're here for the Kickstart 19 meetings with Boomerang Church, pastors Brian and Nicole Wright, awesome people, and uh, the one and only evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. They've been awesome meetings. So if you're on Facebook, um, go ahead and check them out. They'll be live every night right around 7 p.m. So tune in um, and be blessed. Um, So this week we're going to be talking about the Word of God. Um, I titled this Six Keys to Victory in the Bible, or another title you could give it would be Six Benefits from Putting the Word of God First. Obviously, most of us know that as a born-again believer, you get everything you need to live a holy life from the Word of God. And, you know, people say, you know, sometimes people will say, like, you know, the Word of God is uh, basic instructions before leaving earth. Like, that's what Bible stands for. And the reality is that there are instructions in the Word of God, uh, you know, when you're in covenant with the Lord. But the reality is that the Bible is more, so much more than just basic instructions before leaving earth. The Bible is the power of God. The Bible is, uh, it is Jesus it contains the life of God, and it's our lifeline to our sanctification in Him and to our victory um, on on this side of eternity. You know, I was reading a statistic online that said, you know, nine out of ten households in America, this is, have a Bible, and actually the average household has about three Bibles in the home. But the reality is that less than half of Americans who attend church every week are reading the Bible on a daily basis. Many people, more than half of those people that are reading their Bible, um, haven't even read the entire Word of God through one time. And the majority of people, the only time they're ever really going to hear the Word of God um, or be interacting with the Word of God is when when they're hearing someone else read it. And when you think about it, that's a pretty scary thought to know that as a Christian, the one uh, source that you have that connects you directly to the Lord and directly uh, to uh, your your heavenly deposit is the one thing that you're not engaging in. You know, more than prayer, more than giving, more than tithing, fasting, more than uh, meeting other people's needs, helping people out, soul winning. The Word of God and reading the Word of God and engaging in the Word of God is really what connects you uh, to your destiny. It connects you to the Lord and it connects you um, to a place of victory. So today we're going to be talking about six benefits that come with reading the word of God on a daily basis. And by the end of this broadcast, if you're not already there, you're going to be encouraged to get into the word, um, so that you can see the victory of God in your life. So, uh, the first, the first benefit or the first key to victory in the word, um, victory with the word of God, I should say, is going to be that the word of God renews your mind. You know, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, uh, it's a familiar verse of scripture. 
And it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. You know, your spirit, when you get born again, has already been renewed, but your mind is being renewed day by day. You're constantly needing to renew your mind to the word of God. The word of God is what washes your mind to be aligned with the mind of Christ. You know, first Corinthians chapter two, verse 16 tells us that we have the mind of Christ and the word of God is what sanctifies us by continually washing our mind. You know, Ephesians chapter five talks about being washed by the water of the word. The the, the word of God is what helps us to renew our mind. It is the substance that renews our mind to a heavenly perspective so that you don't have to be someone who lives a carnal Christian life, you know, being swayed by your emotions and living based off of your feelings. You can live a victorious life through the renewal of your mind through the word of God. You know, in Joshua uh, chapter one, it talks about meditating on the word day and night. So then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. And then you see it again in Psalm chapter one, when it says that, you know, um, a man basically that's after God's own heart is a man that doesn't sit with sinners or, or the scornful. Um, but he is someone that meditates in the, the law day and night. And he's like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in every season. God is into you bearing fruit in every season. And this comes from understanding what the word of God says concerning uh, his will for you, his will for your life, um, and his will concerning his covenant. You know, any strongholds that you have in your life can be broken by the word of God in action and in meditation on the word of God. Things like fear, Things like anxiety, things like depression, thoughts of suicide, you know, uh, problems with lust, greed, anger, jealousy, malice, uh, addiction. You know, the word of God has the power to break all of these things and all of these strongholds from those that are in the kingdom of God. But you have to get in the word and you have to know what the word says about you in order to get it. Um, So with that, the second thing that uh, the Bible um, gives you victory too, or another key uh, in the word of God is that the the word empowers you with wisdom and spiritual blessing. You know, the Bible, uh, the middle of the Bible is, uh, in cha- is, is in the book of Psalms, chapter 119. You know, Psalm 119 is an entire chapter of the Bible in the heart of the Bible, where each verse is dedicated uh, to the word and to the instructions and the heedings of God. You know, the Bible leads to life and it gives you wisdom and it gives you warnings to, to, to keep you walking in the way of the Lord. You know, you don't have to be a Christian who doesn't know what the will of the Lord is or doesn't know how to gain wisdom or doesn't know how to uh, come out on top no, no matter what the circumstance is that you're going through. You can be someone who lives victoriously, who always has an answer to anyone who asks them a question, who can know in your spirit what it is that God would have you to do. You know, people used to wear those, you know, WWJD braces, like what would Jesus do? You can know exactly what Jesus would do when you read his word and follow in his example. And following in the example of Christ is always going to lead you into spiritual blessing. God's not going to lead you the wrong way. He's not going to lead you astray. When you engage in the word of God, it, it brings you wisdom. 
It brings you revelation. It gives you understanding. When you read the word, you know it belongs to you as a child of God. You know, people hear the phrase, people hear and say the phrase all the time that knowledge is power. And that's 100% true. You know, ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance is stupid, especially when it comes to the word of God. You, you cannot be ignorant to the things of God and expect to receive everything that heaven has for you. It's impossible. You know, you can't, uh, you know, expect to know the synonyms of words if you don't look them up in a thesaurus. Uh, but you've got to engage in the word of God in order to know what it says. And when you know what it says, then you can uh, take for yourself what it is that belongs to you. You know, I heard a man of God once say that, you know, you can't have the power to access what you don't have a revelation of. And you can't raise your expectation beyond what you can't understand. And I'll say that again, you cannot have the power to access what you don't have a revelation of. And you can't raise your expectation beyond what you can't understand. So what that means, essentially, is that if you want to access, you know, supernatural prosperity, you know, that, that, that's available to you according to the word of God, you need to get a revelation of what God says about prosperity concerning you so that you can have access to that type of power in your life. And you can't have the expectation that you're going to be financially prosperous if you have no understanding of prosperity in the word of God. And that relates to anything. If you don't want to live a life in fear, you know, and you want to live um, a, a bold and courageous, you know, life as a Christian, boldly speaking the word of truth, you need a revelation of what God says about fear. Is fear, does fear come from God? Does doubt come from God? Does God want you to be fearful about things? And when you find out in the word that, no, God doesn't want you to be fearful. God doesn't want me to be fearful about things. Then I now have power to access boldness through the word of God, because my expectation is no longer, oh, God, God gave me this fear, or I'm just a shy person. My expectation is now, no, I'm bold as a lion through, you know, through, through God and through the power of the Holy Spirit. And now my expectation is, has been raised because I understand what the word says. And, you know, revelation is simply just supernatural understanding and it helps to unlock your potential in the Lord. You know, the, the, the word of God enables you to also know God's known will so that you can pray scriptural prayers concerning your life that God will be very, very eager to answer. The word of God always, always, always builds your faith. And it's this faith that pleases the Lord. So the third thing about, you know, being in the word of God and having victory with the word of God is that the word of God gives you spiritual nourishment. And this is a victory that you can see on a daily basis. The word of God gives you spiritual nourishment. Um, you know, uh, a notorious man of God, Smith Wigglesworth, uh, he used to say that people feed their body three hot meals a day and their spirit one cold snack a week. And basically what he's saying is that, you know, people will <laughs> stuff their face three times a day and make sure that their body is nice and full and satisfied. Like, man, I'm hungry. Got to eat. Got to eat right now. You know, we get hangry. We get cravings for like, you know, Cheetos and hot talkies and chalupas. 
but people will neglect their spirit. They'll they'll just either hear the word in church or they'll read, you know, their Bible, you know, once a week, read a couple of verses, but they never really get into the word of God. And this was coming from a man who every single meal that he ate, he would not leave the table, you know, until he read the word of God. He would read, he would literally eat eat his meal. So like he would have his breakfast and then he would not get up from the table until he had also read from the word of God. Same thing, you know, with lunch, same thing with dinner. He was so conscious of the fact that, that, that you know, my body, my physical body needs food in order to survive. And my spirit needs just as much, if not more food in order to survive. You know, man is a three-part being, your spirit, soul, and body. And whichever one you feed the most is the one that the other two will follow. And that's something that, you know, Brother Hagen used to preach all the time. Man is a three-part being, you know, your spirit, your soul, your body, and you will follow whatever you feed the most. So, if you don't want to be someone that's constantly following your flesh and doing what your flesh wants you to do, then you need to put your flesh into subjection. And that's where fasting comes in. You know, and we'll talk about that at a later time. But you put your flesh under. And if you don't want to be ruled by your mind and your emotions, you know, get out of your head. And that's where the word of God comes in. When you constantly are, are allowing yourself to be built in the word of God and nourishing your spirit, you make your spirit man strong. And then your mind lines up with the word of God and lines up with your spirit. And your body also lines up with the word uh, of God and with your spirit. And you're not led by fleshly appetites or mental appetites. Um, and, you know, the word of God is both milk and meat. So, you know, when you first come into Christ, the the word of God the milk of the word of God are like your basic doctrines you know it's your repentance from dead works it's your faith toward God it's your eternal judgment it's you know the doctrines of baptisms it's the laying on of hands it's the resurrection from the dead these things are the milk of the word of God and then once you gain an understanding in the milk of the word of God then you move into the meat of the word of God and these are the things that as you mature as a Christian, you know, you begin to delve into more and more. And those are the deeper spiritual things of God The you know, the solidified, complete doctrines, you know, concerning your conduct, how to operate in the gifts of the spirit, you know, finding out the unknown will for your life, um, having strength and endurance and tribulation, you know, operating in the grace of God. You, you have to develop a hunger for the word of God the same way you develop a hunger in the natural. And Jesus, Jesus even called it daily bread. You know, we get daily downloads from heaven when we spend the time to engage the Holy Spirit in the word. He will teach you something new. I can't tell you how many times I've read a particular passage of scripture that I've read, you know, hundreds of times. But I go back and read it again, and the Holy Spirit is showing me something new um, in that particular passage. You know, you can't go three days without water in the natural, and your spirit's no different. It's impossible to live off of something that you heard, you know, or read, you know, in the Word a week ago or a month ago, um, or even just yesterday. Every day, the Holy Ghost has something to show you concerning the word and how it pertains to your life. And there's so many answers. I can't tell you how many times I've prayed 
like I've prayed for about something or prayed for something and, you know, felt like, you know, God, like I need an answer on this thing. And then I just get in the word and I read the word of God and the Holy Spirit illuminates, you know, a passage to scripture to me and begins to expound upon it to me. And then the next thing I know, I have the answer to the thing that I was asking the Lord about. And it was right there in the word of God. You know, Jesus is the word. So if you want to get close to God, you get close to the word of God. Jesus is the word of God and the word of God has been made available to you through the Bible. And Jesus is the bread of life. And that's those are both in 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 the book of John. You know, the word is what gives you supernatural life. And the word gives you supernatural understanding so that you can have revelation to live victoriously. Now, the word also will enable you to discern God's will for your life. And, you know, I kind of put like in parentheses here, it'll help you discern not only God's known will, which is the will that's already listed in the word of God, but will help you to, to understand and discern the unknown will of God concerning your life. You know, it's very, very important as a believer that you know who you are in Christ. You have to know who you are. You have to know whose you are, and you have to know what belongs to you as a believer. And, you know, when you want to know God's purpose for your life, it starts with knowing God's known will, which is what's in the word of God. And when you begin walking in the known will of God, so like, what is the known will of God? Obviously, it's like winning souls, spending time in prayer, spending time in the word, fasting, giving, tithing, going to church, you know, all of the basic instructions. Uh, instructions and ordinances listed concerning your conduct, how to operate yourself as a believer. When you begin to line these things up and follow the leading of the Holy Spirit, God will begin to reveal to you the unknown will of God. So those are things, you know, related to your calling, related to your vocation, related to who you're, who you're going to marry one day, things that you can't find, you know, where you're going to go, where you're going to go to school, um, where you're going to live. You know, there are things that you don't see within the pages, you know, of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, or like, you know, Jonah, Mike, and Nahum, but they are God's will for your life. Um, and you can be in the perfect will of God when, you know, you begin to act on his known will and you, you're obedient to his known will. And then he'll begin to reveal uh, the unknown will of God concerning your life to you. You know, and when you know God's heart towards you, it keeps you in a constant place of victory because you're kept in peace. You're kept within the peace of God. You can't be defeated, you know, when you know and enact what the word of God says concerning the covenant that you have with him. It's impossible to be defeated when you understand the covenant that you have with God and you're walking it out. Yes, you may have challenges, you know. Bishop Oyedepo always says, you know, it's scriptural to be challenged. It's unscriptural to be defeated because when you're solidified and you have a firm foundation in the word of God, you cannot be moved. And it's like I was mentioning earlier with the book of Psalms where it says that you'll be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth fruit in its season. You know, those trees are like palm trees. And if you know a palm tree, uh, a palm tree actually, uh, when when they are planted, 
the reason why they can withstand, you know, category five hurricane type winds, you know, winds over 150 miles per hour and they're not uprooted when everything else is just getting completely destroyed is because palm trees when they when they set their foundation, they begin to grow roots in the soil. The roots that they grow actually begin to interlock with the roots of other palm trees. And they go down, like, they go down many, many, many feet into the ground. That they have such a grip on the earth and such a grip on each other that it's almost impossible to, to shake those trees and to, or to uproot them. That's why when people cut down a palm tree, you know, you can't uproot a palm tree. Once it begins to form uh, those roots with the, other tr- with the other palm trees around it, it's near impossible to get it to, uh, to, to, to come up. And that's what it's like as a believer. You're that palm tree and you're so deeply embedded in the word of God that it's impossible. It's impossible to shake your faith and to pull you from a place where 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 your your faith is wavering or you say, like, man, I don't know about this certain situation. I don't know if God's going to come through because you're so firmly rooted in the foundation of the word of God. And when you're so firmly rooted in him, then God can begin to show you and reveal to you all the things that he has concerning your life. And the word enables you to come to God boldly because you're building your faith in in him through the word, which is him. Knowing who you are keeps your perspective eternal and not carnal. It keeps your perspective on the things of heaven and not on the things of the earth. And it aids you in living a holy life. And I'll tell you another thing, the word, what another key uh, uh, to, to the word of God is, is going to be that the word builds strong faith in your spirit. And this one is so important. Um, you know, faith is, is the, the foundation of all that we do as believers. And the word brings forth your prosperity and not just financial prosperity, but it brings forth your mental prosperity. It brings forth prosperity in your health. It brings forth prosperity in your relationships, relationships with people and relationships with God. The word brings forth your prosperity in every single area. And, you know, faith is a substance that God looks for to move on your behalf. When you know the word of God and you mix your faith with it, it causes God to work in your favor. Why? Because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So because faith is the substance of things hoped for, right? And it's the evidence of things not seen. And how does faith come? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And when you have faith, faith is the thing that pleases God. Right. Because Hebrews tells us that, you know, uh, uh, he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of them, of him that diligently that diligently seeks him. But the first part of that is he that comes to God must come in faith and believe that God is and that he's a rewarder of him who diligently seeks him. So God will always reward your faith. When you come to him and believe that he is God and he will reward you because you diligently seek him concerning the things that he's already promised you in his word. 
you know, because the word of God has an answer for anything that you could go through in life. And it gives you clear instructions on how to see uh, God cause you to prosper and live a life that's head and, that's head and shoulders above everyone else, you know, and I'm confident, you know, to say that as you begin to put the word of God first and spend time in the word of God and know what the word of God says about you and the situations that you're petitioning God for, God will give you the victory in them because you've put faith and you've put pressure on his word. When your spirit is full of faith, and full of the God kind of faith, the Mark 11, chapter 11, verse 23 kind of faith, where Jesus says, have faith in God, where he's saying, have the God kind of faith, the faith that says that nothing is impossible, the faith that believes that God can do all things, that nothing is too hard for him. When your spirit is full of that kind of faith, it opens you up to having every single prayer answered and every obstacle removed in your life. The Bible says in James that when you come to God, you've got to ask him and you can't be double minded about it. You can't, you know, ask him for something and think, well, okay, maybe he's not going to do it or God, if it be your will, do this thing. No, the Bible tells you exactly what God's will is so that you can pray scriptural prayers according to the will of God and he can come through and he can act on your behalf because it doesn't take long for God to fix a situation. It only takes one prayer and one moment for God to take you from a place of defeat, to take you to a place of victory. And that leads us to the last thing. The last key to victory in the Bible is that the word of God gives you defeat over the enemy. Every single enemy is under your feet when you access the weapon of the word of God. You defeat the devil every single time you pick up the word of God and you read it full of faith, believing the word to be true. The word is a part of your armor, like it's talked about in Ephesians chapter six, your waist being girded with, you know, with the truth and, and the, the waist girdle that the Roman soldiers used to wear was the, the, the waistband that held up all of their other weapons. The word of God is like your belt that holds up all of the other weapons that you have as a believer, your weapons of giving, your weapons of praise and worship, your weapons, um, your weapons of of prayer, your weapon of fasting, your the word of God is the foundation that holds all of these other things up. And it's the foundation to encompassing your victory. You know, it's a spiritual weapon to defeat a spiritual enemy. You can't use natural things to defeat a spiritual enemy. You have to use spiritual things and spiritual principles to defeat a spiritual enemy. And the devil flees at the truth of the word. Know that. The devil will always flee. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And as your faith goes stronger, your endurance against the enemy increases because the enemy can devour a weak, you know, a weak, wavering faith. You know, if you can be constantly swayed by everything you hear, it's easy for the enemy to get into your mind to cause you to doubt the word of God. and You'll never get anything done. But the enemy can never, ever, ever resist the believer who stands strong and persistent in their faith, who knows what the word of God says concerning uh, their situation, concerning their life, and will not back down. Like that bulldog type of faith, like straight up, 
I know, I know that I know that I know that I know that I know type of faith. The enemy cannot stand against that. He will flee from it every single time. And the word of God will give you the power to overcome every enemy. The word of God is your pathway to the presence of the Lord. So I challenge you today, make the decision today that you won't only engage in the word of God daily, but you're going to exercise your faith to be a stronger Christian than you ever have been. Join me this year in 2019 to making this year the year that you saw victory after victory in your life due to your decision to put the word of God first and trust in his word. Let 2019 be the year that you see the greatest spiritual transformation that you've ever seen in your own life because you decided to put the word of God first and you saw victory after victory after victory in your own personal life, in your family, in your finances, in your relationship, because you took the word of God, you got it into your spirit and you renewed your mind and you built your faith and you gained revelation and you gained understanding and you discern the will of God concerning your life and you kept your spirit nourished. You're not going to be the Christian. I already know it. You're not going to be that Christian who knows the word by what someone else says or what they heard a week ago. You're going to be the one that has the word of God for the day for someone else. You're going to be the one that has the salt that the that the world needs. Let your words be seasoned with salt right? That you may wreak grace onto every person that asks you a question concerning the word. You're going to be the one pouring salt over every person that asks you a question because of the revelation that the Holy Spirit gives you in the word of God this year in 2019. You're going to know the word for yourself and you're going to know God's voice for yourself. And you're going to be a shining light to your generation through the understanding, wisdom, and revelation that the word of God brings. I hope that this blessed you today. I really love you guys so much. Again, if uh, you haven't already, uh, please, please, please um, review this podcast wherever you're listening from, whether it's Apple, iTunes, uh, Google, Stitcher, Anchor. Leave a review. um, Leave some stars. uh, Let me know uh, what you want to hear about. I want to hear from you. And uh, join us on Facebook tonight. Right around 7 p.m., Ted Shuttlesworth Jr., Miracle Word Ministries, Ted Shuttlesworth and Carolyn Shuttlesworth, Miracle Word Ministries, join us tonight uh, in Abemarle, North Carolina. We'll be here through Friday. Um, They've been some great meetings, so join us tonight um, and the next night and the next night. Um, and if you're anywhere where the polar vortex is hitting you, uh, I hope you stay nice and warm and cozy and, uh, your gas like exhaust pipe hasn't, you know, frozen over. So, um, that would be bad, but I love you. And until next time, see you guys later. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I just want to give you an invitation to go ahead and follow on social media so you can be up to date with everything that we're doing here Um, on Twitter. It's the love offering. Go ahead and tweet me anything that's impacted your heart. If you listened to this podcast today and you said, man, like that really stood out to me. I want to hear about it. Let me know. I want to reach out to you. I want to talk to you about it. On Instagram, you can find me at Jasmine Dandridge. 
That's J-A-Z-M-I-N-E-D-A-N-D-R-I-D-G-E. Share the podcast with your friends. Tag me in it. I want to repost them and I want to connect with you there. And then on Facebook, you can search Jasmine Dandridge, the love offering for any other updates. I love to hear from you guys. Go ahead and subscribe. And until next time, know that I love you and you've been created for signs and wonders.